What is up, everyone, and welcome back to our Slab Stocks Live here on the Slab Stocks YouTube channel, Monday, 6 p.m. Eastern Time. I appreciate everyone for joining. We already got Kenny in the house. I got Nate joining me. I think you got the Buck sweatshirt on. The only thing I look forward to with the sport of basketball from now on. Um, <laughs> but uh, we're excited for tonight's episode because we got two different segments to talk about tonight. Um, I put together one of them. Nate put together the other. I have no idea what we're about to talk about uh, when Nate's segment comes up. Hopefully it's nothing too crazy. Uh, but my segment will be about the craziest sales in March so far. Um, and I'll talk about the sales, why I think they're crazy, and they can throw in his input. Anyone in the chat watching can throw in their input as well. And uh, I really appreciate anyone coming out tonight to the live stream or listening to the podcast later. Uh, means a lot. And why don't we just get going with it right away? Aside for before we start, a quick announcement is that uh, SGC submission is going to be coming up March 30th. will be the next one that goes out. So we need your cards in hand by March 29th. Uh, go to slabsex.com slash grading to grade your cards with SGC through our grading service. For the cheapest price, you can find $18 per card, uh, no matter the value of the card for any modern card out there. So uh, please, would appreciate you all to check that out if you do want to get your cards graded for uh, good value. All right. The 10 craziest sales of March so far. First of all, we're going to start off with this uh, one right here. Nate, I still don't know how to pronounce this guy's name. I keep on meaning to look up on YouTube, but Bailey, Zapp, Bailey Zappy. Is it Zappy? I'd say Zappy, but um, I, I'm not going to lie. I did not watch him actually play football for the, the Patriots this year. I watched him play on like a Monday night game when I think when he got replaced by Mac Jones, but I can't remember how to pronounce his name. Either way, um, this sale right here actually happened today. Uh, I have some more info to share on the sale now than what it shows on the screen here. Uh, but this is the 2022 Prism Black Finite Rookie, one of one of Bailey Zappi from the new release, non-auto. Um, as we know, those non-autos in Prism tend to outsell the autograph counterparts. But uh, $8,200. What do you say? So that was a quick pull. That was a quick pull, a quick list, and it would have been a quick sale. It was listed for fixed price, buy it on eBay. Full ask was paid. I actually posted about the sale on Instagram, and that's the old price, um, who's a big prison black, one of one collector, owns the Mahomes one of one, non-auto um, from 2017. Clearly a massive card. But uh, he actually commented on the post that he bought this thing full price, and uh, the seller ended up canceling it, which the crazy thing about this sale is I actually took the uh, the initiative to Nate. I messaged the seller on eBay. Oh. I messaged the seller asking if it was paid for because I just want to make sure, like, hit pretty big sale. Kind of, you know, not exactly sure on, uh, you know, anything can happen with eBay. Is my point. And they confirmed, yes, it was paid for. Sorry, like, probably thinking, like, hey, I want to buy it, you know. Um, but lo and behold, the sale was then canceled by the seller. And uh, that's the old price, I guess, is not getting this card for $8,200. But in theory, this card was bought at one specific moment in time for $8,200. And uh, I still think that that's a great sale, Nate. This guy is a backup quarterback in the Patriots who maybe I'm just crazy that I don't follow football. Enough, but I, I don't think I don't know if he's going to get another shot anywhere ever again starting. Um, I mean, I get that. I don't know. He, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't really have any thoughts on it. 8,200 feels good. And it also feels kind of low. Mac Jones gets injured and they throw him back in there. They're clearly comfortable with him. Yeah. You know? Either, either way to pull this card and sell it for 8,200. If you bought one box for $600, I would do it. I'd do it. I mean, true. but also you buy one box for $600. This is like one of three guys you might want to hit four guys quarterback wise quarterback -wise. I'd, rather, I'd rather hit the garrett wilson probably than this card but um still huge chris sale the reason what chris olaf chris olave oh yeah 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 sorry i was thinking of uh i was thinking of uh uh frozen at the time i was gonna say you sound like you call him the frozen snowman guy yeah um, Olaf, right? But here we go. So why it's crazy is because I was looking I'm like, all right, what other Tom Brady card would be around, you know, eight to ten k, or what Tom Brady card would be around eight to ten k? Yeah, you can find like the Fleer Tradition on card auto skybox or press pass autos for cheaper than eight thousand dollars. But I'm like, I want to find a rare one. So I actually found recently within the last month this on card Tom Brady rookie auto number two hundred fifty. Um, BGS 8, so for $9,450. Now, I understand it's a Michigan helmet, but honestly, it doesn't have a whole lot of rookie autos in Patriots gear. Um, he's got the contenders, and you actually can get a contenders that's slabbed authentic for around the $8,200 range of that Prison Black Friday, but 
I mean, this one is just pretty clear. It's like, hey, it's a lot of money for a guy who's sitting as a backup right now. Mac Jones maybe doesn't do well. Maybe he comes in and plays again. But still, I just think that you know, there's a lot safer bets, but also that Brady's not going to end up randomly going to $50,000 in the next year. I wouldn't be surprised if that Bailey is happy randomly ended up at $50,000 after like a couple hot games. I think you probably agree with that, Nate. It's true. I would not put anything past it. <laughs> All right. Uh, Second crazy sale of the month, and we actually covered this one in the Daily Slab this morning, uh, slabsex.com. You can sign up for our Daily Slab newsletter uh, every single morning. It goes out at... And in the and in the Daily Slab video for tomorrow. Okay, and in the Daily Slab video for tomorrow. Yeah, so you can hear more about Nate's thoughts on this tomorrow. But uh, this thing sold for $14,000 just a few days ago, and I think this was the card's all-time high. It actually was. And the crazy thing about this sale, the 14th, oh, I didn't even say what card it was. Uh, it's a 1996 Bowman's Best Atomic Refractor PSA 10 of Michael Jordan. Um, now, I'm pretty sure it's the first year that there was anything known to be the Atomic Refractor, um, at least in Bowman's Best for sure. And these are extremely rare. These are one per box, but they didn't make them any boxes uh, back in the you know 96 for Bowman's Best. So. This is, uh, I actually do not know the population offhand, but 20 something. Do you remember, Nate? 15. Oh, 15. All right. Thanks, Nate. Uh, pop 15 on this atomic Bowman, uh, Bowman's Best of Jordan. It's over $14,000. Now, the crazy thing about this, I mean, yes, it's a Jordan card. So I'm not going to sit here and say, like, hey, people shouldn't be paying a lot of money for Jordan cards. It's clearly they're valuable for a reason. Um, the point why it's crazy is because this card sold in 2021. When the market was super hot, both towards the end of 2021 and uh, yeah, twice towards the end of 2021 for like ten thousand dollars, and then it sold at the start of 2022 in February, I believe, for around eight thousand dollars. And now it didn't sell for over a year and a month later, but it did just sell for the all-time high of fourteen thousand dollars. And we all know what has happened to the sports car market in the last two years, especially cards of like LeBron and Jordan and Kobe, which were super, super, super hot in that 2021 to early 2022 range. And uh, it really is, it really is a, a big sale, a, a crazy sale. Maybe I, you know, I call it, which is why it's here because of that. Um, in fact, it's $200 less than the alt or $200 more than the all time sale back on December 10th, 2020. Wow. <laughs> and, and that was peak bubble craze right around there, which still affected yeah. Jordan cards and stuff like that. So um, really, really, and the and the Jordan documentary craze. Something yeah, like about I think it was like eight months after the Jordan documentary, but still, I mean, the prices were, were very high then. Regardless, um, crazy sale indeed. Now this one too, and then, you know, two in the first three. This doesn't sound great, but also this I think this has a lot to do with eBay itself. Um, this one right here is an Anthony Richardson Superfractor Auto, one of one. Um, this sold for seven thousand, or sold in quotes for two thousand seven thousand two hundred thirty-seven dollars. Last night, uh, now I was messaged by the seller of this card uh, on Instagram, alerting me that the buyer, who I actually did a lot of research on the bidding history, the feedback, the uh, percentages of bids that were placed with the seller in the last 30 days, uh, buyer didn't want to pay for the card. So uh, I had a ton of feedback. I don't really understand why. One, I mean, that's the kind of what people are doing, first of all, is bidding on cards like this and not paying. And then number two, eBay really needs to up their policies, uh, both with people who are not paying uh, users. Like, why is there high feedback users that are not paying for items? Like, there should be bans, there should be, you know, suspensions, this, that, limitations on items you can bid on. It would drastically reduce the amount of people doing that. And then number two, the sales history for sure, too. Like, they really need a system. And we've constantly talked about this either on our podcast or people in the comment sections on our Instagram posts. Like, you know, like, hey, it'd be really nice if they just said pending payment or payment complete canceled item, whatever it might be. But uh, the argument against that all the time is, well, if it's going to affect eBay's bottom line, you know, maybe people wouldn't, maybe if someone saw a super fractor say they go and buy the red auto, Nate, for like $2,000, but the super fractor is actually worth $3,000 and not going to pay $2,000 for a red auto, you know? So yeah. like, that, it's just a really annoying concept. Um, but let's just say for the sake of this argument now, because I did create this presentation, you know, pretty recently here, uh, that this did sell for $7,237. Uh, what you're looking at on the top here is Anthony Richardson's Florida statistics for 2020, 2021, and 2022. Now, he barely played in 2021. He had 64 pass attempts. In 2022, he had 327 pass attempts for 54% completion percentage, 17 touchdowns, 9 interceptions. 54% completion percentage. 
What you're looking at on the bottom of the screen is Tim Tebow's passing stats of Florida. His least completion percentage year was 64.4%. He had a career average of 66.4% for the Florida Gators and never threw more than six interceptions in a season. Yes, this car of Anthony Richardson, which would still sell for a lot of money, and I'm sure there's high offers up there for it regardless. Uh, I went and looked, and you know, Tim Tebow, I actually think it's a super fractor auto is just mistitled. Uh, the super fractor up, Tim Tebow made so for $1,825 back in 2010. Uh, funny enough, Look your there. birthday. Look at that. Back when but, I was uh, a young pup. The, the point is, is I know that the market was much smaller back then, a uh, lot less spending. But even if, you know, th this is the most expensive Tim Tebow car of all time, $1,825. And you're talking about a guy who, uh, I don't understand this at all. Okay, so I went and looked at Lamar Jackson's college statistics because that might be the more recent modern example. Um, I just compare them because they're both Florida guys. But Lamar Jackson, his lowest per percent completion season was like 57%, which isn't great in, in college. But he also ran for 1,600 yards and had like 12 rushing touchdowns. Richardson had like 600 yards rushing and like seven touchdowns or something like that. Not to mention only threw I, the ball for one season. Lamar threw it for three seasons. I wonder if you compare – because everything I've read is he's just a massive human being with a cannon of an arm, right? Yeah. So naturally my mind goes Josh Allen or um, Cam Newton – I wonder if you were to compare his stats to Josh Allen or Cam Newton, how they would favor. Um, yeah, and maybe that's a more worthwhile comparison. But even if Lamar still, you know, at least threw the ball, the ball better in college, had much better rushing statistics, and was still drafted last in the first round. Uh, Cam Newton, 2010, 66% completion percentage, 30 touchdowns and seven interceptions. And also had 1,473 yards on the ground and 20 touchdowns. Dude, what is that? Yeah. <laughs> All right, real quick. Josh Allen, junior year before getting drafted, 56% complete, completion percentage, 1,800 yards, 16 touchdowns to six interceptions. The year before, 56% completion percentage, 3,200 yards, 28 touchdowns, 15 interceptions. Okay, so Josh Allen's the closer passing example to Richardson, but I still think that Josh Allen is like a – like one of those guys hit out of every 10 type of thing, yeah. you know, like passing wise in the NFL. And, and rushing, rushing yard wise, 523 sophomore or 2016, 204 yards rushing 2017. So, I mean, one of those things where you do have, you do have an example of where this has worked with Josh Allen, but whew, bold. The, even if Nate, when Josh Allen was getting picked, um, I don't think people were people were not spending a like they're buying his cards. I know it, and it also oh, yeah, like they were up, they were cheap. Yeah, they were cheap. They they were not like ridiculously like expensive. And not to mention, I've heard on different like ESPN talk radio shows them saying, "Well, I wouldn't be surprised if Richardson went number one overall." I'm like, you know what? Like, I get that he's got insane um, athletic ability, but anyone that would pick him over like CJ or Bryce, I I just I don't, I don't understand it, but that's, you know, I'm not an NFL scout. I'm not making the decisions so they can make the decisions and, and deal Here, with them. Real quick. Um, Josh Allen select XRC gold number to 10, May 1st, 2018, $79. <laughs> you know, it's, that's not on par with this card, but it's also 1% of the value. <laughs> well, yeah, it's just, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's it's not, but it's also like that's a really like if you if somebody showed you a select XRC gold, yeah, of top quarterback, you'd you'd be like, holy crap, that is an insanely nice card, and it sold for seventy nine dollars right, back in the right. day. Uh, Matthew, I can guarantee you that Mahomes was not picked in the third round. Uh, the Chiefs traded up to pick him. Did they? Yeah, not? It was 10th overall pick, correct? Yeah, that's what I, th I, th I, th I thought that he was around number ten. Um, Gabriel's um, a. A prism stained glass rookie number to 10 of Josh Allen, October 27, 2018, $110. Camel rookie number to 25, $66. Is that from draft picks you're saying? Uh, that I can't tell. I, okay. It doesn't, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I just looked up prism, Josh Allen prism and sorted by date. Now, I got to say, um, this card looks amazing. I think that Super Fractor pops on that card super hard. I really like the look of it. 
All right. Next one. Next crazy sale is this, the cup card of Alexander Ovechkin from 2009. It is called property of the insert set. And then it says his name underneath it, which I think is super cool. It is a game used stick and it has his number and it has his name on it. This card is sick. Like this card is really, really, really cool. It's a CCM stick, um, I believe. And it's a one of one. And it's from early the cup years. Uh, you know, it's four or five years after he was drafted uh, or debuted. And also drafted, I think. $10,250 was a sale of this just six days ago. Uh, it's a lot of money. That card is extremely cool. But And I'm a, I'm a big card guy. I'd always choose the card over a game-used jersey. There's that. I might still choose it over a game-used jersey this or that right now but you could have bought a game used signed stick look at this a game used signed full stick of a veshkin for three thousand dollars <laughs> yet, yet the the little uh three inch piece of the ov um with number eight sold for you know ten thousand two hundred fifty dollars now honestly that card is super cool and but the thing is that's three times more than what this game used signed stick and this one signed too sold for uh just kind of funny and and helps you know articulate why that price might be crazy but it's a cool card nonetheless uh nate i know you might not uh be studying this a whole lot but quick prediction on the mexico japan scoreline tonight if you just got got some numbers throw them out well roki sasaki is pitching for japan he's 21 years old nasty splitter um one, last year in the mpl threw 17 straight innings of perfect baseball really yeah um, and he is going to command a lot of money when he comes over to the U.S. Wait, I got to say, did that result in a perfect game, or was it like one, – One perfect game, I believe, and one non-perfect game. Okay. Um. So, uh, yeah, because you wouldn't – right? He could. He well, could yeah, have. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah. Um, but uh, so he's pitching tonight. Obviously, Otani's playing, so they have the better pitcher – and the best player in the world on their team. That being said, selfishly, I'm going to show it again. I need Randy Rosarina to do well so I can sell this bad boy for uh, for Mula Mula. So let's uh, also a little little eBay five of five there. Can't you can't see it, but I believe so. Uh, so I need Mexico to do well. So my prediction is three to Mexico with a three run home run from Randy Rosarina. Two run bomb from Otani. Sure. Sure. <laughs> Got it. All right. Next crazy sale of March 2020 Tops Chrome Red Refractor Portrait number uh, five PSA seven of Lando Norris for twelve thousand dollars. And I love me some F1. I love me some 2020 F1 cards. But we talked about this maybe a couple weeks ago, and I have an update now on how McLaren is doing this year in the F1 world. And they are doing last place. They are dead last at ten with zero points. Ooh. You're talking about one of the most prestigious and historic teams in Formula One obviously behind Ferrari and they have zero points. Lando finished, I think 18th in the last race. He's had terrible qualifiings. They're just, I heard he had a mistake, but also just in general, McLaren's been just trash. Um, and yeah, I just think while it's a sick card, it's a very uh, big card for formula one and Lando Norris himself. I just think there'll be more opportunities to buy him after a terrible season this year. Maybe not fully because of him and probably not a lot because of him and mostly because of McLaren, but you can maybe buy him, uh, as Matthew said, and hope for a move maybe to Red Bull here within the next year or two if Sergio Perez ends up uh, fading out for Red Bull. Also, speaking about Red Bull. Sergio Perez, some... is he, did he not just place first, second, yeah, he, and then first? He, he, he did. I mean, but, like, if they could pick up, like, you know, like superstar. He, he was third last year. I'm, I'm aware, but Nate, that Red Bull's a rocket ship. You could stick like anyone in that Red Bull and probably end up being third. Not Pierre Gasly. You you probably could have without as good as the car is now. I just messed with you. <laughs> um, but the point is, is literally like Red Bull could get one of the top young talents in the sport. I know Perez won a race and is doing decently, but I mean, he's like 33 or something like that, which I know it doesn't sound that old, but when you can pick up Landon Norris, who's like 23 and have him for a long time, um, that would benefit his his cards a ton, I believe, even though I can't stand Red Bull and the domination that they're having right now. Uh, it would benefit his cards. But I still think for right now, it's a large number for a guy who probably doesn't have much potential this year. Uh, next up, we talk, Nate talked about this in a previous uh, Daily Slab, and I posted about it on Instagram. I don't think we talked about it on the live stream, so I thought I'd include it. Uh, Messi, this is the Black Parallel 1 of 1 uh, with the uh, cursive writing on that PSA 8 sticker from the 2022 
um, sticker release for the World Cup this past year. Now, this is a massive sale at $139,000, which makes it crazy by itself. Nate, I don't know if you were maybe talking down in the 139 k in your daily slab by some of the comments I was reading. I didn't uh, listen to what you said. However, I think this is kind of justified. I think it's kind of justified. I'm not a sticker guy. No, no, neither am I. Okay, I don't have many. I have a few. I just think that based on the sheer impossibility of pulling this card, dude, they make more sticker packs than probably any card release that they've ever dude, made. I walked past the locked case of um, cards at Walmart one time. I couldn't see any cards, but three-fourths of the case was full. Mm -hmm. It was all Prism World Cup sticker boxes, you know, with the sticker packs. Yeah, Panini World Cup stickers. Just lined up. Yeah. It, no, it, was, it, it was insane. See, but they don't just release those in America and a couple European countries. They literally release those all over the world. Like in your convenience stores in South America. How, how, like many, how many sticker packs are in a box do you know? There's like 36 normally, I think, is the is what it is. All right. So if I were a betting man, I would say there was probably like 3,000 sticker packs just in my one Walmart in Spokane, Washington, of which there are three Walmarts in the area or something like that. That's what you I'm know? saying. This might be one of the most impossible one-on-ones to pull out of any card release we've ever seen because, yeah, they made a lot of cards back in the Jungle X era, but, like, one-of-ones being pulled out of packs. This is probably one of the most difficult ones to ever pull, um, which is why I think the price is a little justified. Plus, World Cup, this is the year he won it, um, and this is the first time they ever made parallels of stickers, too. So it's just a lot. It's got a lot going for it. Um, the story is pretty cool. Um, I can't remember exactly. I, I want to say it's pulled in, like, Costa Rica or is in a shop down in – Florida. I can't remember exactly where it was, but imagine just walking into a store and buying a three dollars sticker pack and literally pulling his card and getting one hundred forty grand. It's insane. I can imagine it. And the reason I put why it's crazy is because, like, you know, we're card guys, and I know that there's a lot of sticker collectors all over the world in Europe, South America, like I said, etc. I'd have a hard time turning down a twenty fourteen Prism Gold out of ten of Messi for the 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 one of one sticker for, um, for forty thousand less. Yeah, for forty thousand less, which is why I have it there. As what's crazy. funny is some some memorabilia guy is watching this right now, saying, or we'll stumble upon this somehow. I don't know, and we'll say sticker ridiculous, card ridiculous. I'd rather have a game worn kit signed by him for, like the hockey stick, for ten k. Well, it'd be more, it'd, probably, it'd be more than ten k if his game is, but it'd still be less than ninety three k. Um, and you're right. So it, it all depends on what you like, what you collect. But I'm categorizing as crazy for that reason. Uh, next up, 2013 tops, Travis Kelsey, platinum one of one PSA 10 rookie. This is one of his best cards ever made. It just sold four days ago in the premier auction by PWCC for 21K. And I've got this as crazy, Nate, not because of the sale number, but because, oops, they made them foil boards and they should have kept it like this. They should have kept yeah, them. The platinum. Yeah, it's they're both called platinum one of ones. One is a foil board of the Travis Kelsey. They remade it in baseball those years later. And then the platinum baseball ones were, you know, kind of like a base card. And that Fernando Tatis actually sold at April 10th of last year for ten thousand dollars. Really? Yes, a seven. Wouldn't you think me more on that? Seems like a good buy. Now that was April 10th of last year. Now it says Carlyer estimated value is 4,500 after the you know drop off the steroids. But even if I think this one would hold more value than the rest of the market did, um, I don't know. It seems crazy. That's ten thousand dollars in a decently hot market. I mean, I know uh, it's it's one of the lamer one of ones out there, but still, it's still a bit still an important card, right? Yeah. All I'd right. rather have a I'd rather have an Independence Day though, if we're being honest. <laughs> I got they're super nice. Um, I got that's true. He was already hurt, Bazooka Tom. At this moment, he did have that broken wrist. Um, but I've got three examples left here, I think, or two. Next up, Tua Tagovailoa, Green Kaboom, one of one. If this was a rookie or second year, I wouldn't really probably include this, but this is like the third Kaboom he had made. And it's a green one of one, and it's over $10,690. 
literally a month before the Joe Burrow sold for less than 10K as a PSA 9. I'm, I'm not sure how any way else I can put it to put it that's crazy other than the Joe Burrow sold for like almost $1,000 less. Do you think that has to do with the fact that the Joe Burrow is sideways? Uh, it, it did run through my mind. Okay, it ran through my mind. And yeah, there, I, I actually think that two is a better looking card. But even that just, it just, I just can't make sense of it. And also it's crazy because I think committing any of that number that high to two, especially non-rookies right now is a massive risk. Um, also, just a, a real slight color match there with the Kaboom <laughs> color and the, and the Bengals colors. You mean Dolphins? You mean Dolphins? No, 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 for the Burrow. Bengals because of, like the jungle, you're saying? The kaboom orange. Oh, I thought you were talking about green like the jungle. Like no, no, like, no, no, no. It, kind of the jungle color match too. <laughs> I um, but I guess I get what you're saying. The the green I don't think looks good with the teal on two. I can say I'll say that much. All right, and then I've got Ooh. I got two left here, so bear with me. Then we'll get into eight stuff. Uh, Curtis Mead, Pepperdasha, one of one auto sapphire. So for 11k a week ago, Nan, no, you like Curtis Mead. That's a large number though. And my card that shows why it's crazy is give me that Bowman Sterling Super Fractor Auto Wander all day, every day for less money. $200 less. Give me the black that we're trying to buy, the black atomic. For like $10,000 less. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Is that Super Fractor nice though? Here's the thing. That Super Fractor is nice, but there's something about a Bowman, uh, like a Sapphire Papadasha, just hits different. Yeah, you you can't replace it. You really can't. And also, Curtis Me turns in even like a half a decent player. You can maybe think that sell for more, but eleven thousand dollars is still quite a bit, quite a, a bit lot of, money. of money. Now, this one, I cannot wait to watch Jordan Love. I hope he does amazing. I gotta if we say, trade Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, what do you say? Is it if we trade Aaron Rodgers? The Packers are holding out for a first round pick. Apparently, the rest of the league doesn't think he's worth a first round pick. Did you hear that we're trying to get now Jeremiah Johnson in a second round pick or something? I did not. Jeremiah Johnson was the Georgia player who was drafted in the first round last year who had like two and a half sacks last year as a rookie. Um, I would for sure take that. Knock our defender out of the way. Um, get some more rushing on our team. And then uh, draft a wide receiver in the first round. Um, yeah. But, okay, so I'd be happy with that. However, uh, back to Jordan Love here. National Treasure, Stars and Stripes, RPIF 20, BGS 9. Uh, it's over $12,000 on March 11th. It already shows that his market's increased since that point. Um, with more sales and more news for Jordan Love and the Packers. Now, the the reason why this is crazy is not only because it's a lot of money and the guy hasn't really started more than one game. Um, it's because literally a PSA 10, PSA 10, 2005 exquisite Aaron Rodgers RPA of 199 so for $11,400 on February 8th. Now, I know it's before the Rodgers to Jets rumors, but still, but still, there is like so many different variations of that Jordan Love RPA that probably puts it over 200 copies made of RPAs in general for Jordan Love from NT. And there's less sets made of 2005 football. Exquisite dual patch auto PSA 10. Nate, this is crazy to me. Like for him to have a better career than Aaron Rodgers is literally impossible. <laughs> that's a that's a pop 16 on that Aaron Rodgers also. Yeah, that's tiny. Yeah. Like just just as a, as an aside well actually let me figure out let me let me really quick look up what the other what the gem rate is gem rate is 19 percent pop 16 on a psa 10 bgs 95 there are 23 of them yeah sbc but, there's one eight and two authentic you, you know you know that's easier yeah bgs 9.5 than psa 10 of these thick cards like i understand i'm just letting I, I, i'm just letting you know just letting yeah, you know yeah. all the numbers I got it. either way. The point is, is that I, I struggle to understand how there's any possibility that Jordan loves cards could be more expensive than they are today. Unless he just has like the best, like first year of all time. I don't know. I just, it's just hard to think. I, I, I'd sell on the hype. No doubt. If I had him, but I don't sad, sad Aaron, <laughs> sad Aaron. Um, Bazooka Time bought a college immaculate love RPA for $10 like a year ago and sold it last week for $125. Right there is the reason why collegiate products can still be purchased and sold for more money. It's just you make less money, you spend less money in certain cards. We can buy a lot more of them if you want to. Um, nice job, Tom. I like it. All right. Ooh. 
One sec. So before Nate gets going, I know we're at 532 already. I hope everyone enjoyed the little segment there. Lots of different sales happening in March. Fun to look at. Um, this week is big. It's a big week for us on whatnot this week. Uh, of course, we do live streams all throughout the week that you can join us on. Uh, Wednesday at 6 p.m. Eastern time, I'm doing a full case of Topps Dynasty F1. You can actually buy the boxes in the stream right now on our whatnot channel. There's only five boxes in the case. None of them are bought yet, but the price I am listed for is beating um, eBay prices. It's cheaper than eBay prices right now. And eBay prices are for loose boxes, which is way different than a sealed case because as soon as someone hits a really good hit out of a case, they could go and resell the individual boxes quite easily. Um, this is out of a sealed case. So trying to give you all um, a good deal on those in case anyone wants to come and rip down ICF1. I've seen some insane cases of it so far. Insane. I'm sure some are not so insane. I hope we have an insane one. And then Thursday, Nate will be live with some deal prices on Sapphire F1 packs and personal boxes. Uh, we'll beat eBay by a large margin on those. So be sure to come out. I think we've got them at uh, 290 right now and like 330 is the lowest on eBay. So $40 per box lower. Um, and then Friday at 6, that's not 6 p.m. Eastern time. I forgot to switch that. Friday, I'll be live at 4.15 p.m. Eastern time for the Whatnot Card Show 2.0. Um, huge event going on with Whatnot this upcoming weekend. There's going to be over 400 sellers that will be live throughout the weekend. We'll be one of them. And we'll be live on both Friday and Saturday for the Whatnot Card Show 2.0. Friday, I will be live at 4.15 p.m. Eastern time with like 250-plus soccer singles. Uh, Texas, can't wait to check out the soccer singles tech. There's gonna be some insane stuff in there. I'll be giving out super good deals. Uh, Ari will have a bunch of them listed in the store as of tomorrow afternoon. So you can actually go and buy the deals early if you want to go scan it. And then on Saturday, Nate will be doing a full case of Topps Chrome Formula One Hobby. Pick your team at 12 p.m. Eastern time for the Whatnot Card Show 2.0. And we already have two of the 11 teams sold out. Um, Alpine and Alfa Romeo are gone. You can buy one team, you can buy three teams, you can buy 12 teams. Um, for the whole case, just really up to you based on what your uh, budget is. So hope to see you all this week on Whatnot. It's a huge week and uh, should be a lot of fun. Uh, now on to the second part of the show. All right. So buy it, sell it. And you can call this Aaron edition. Um, I, uh, as a salty Kansas fan, I need something to cheer me up. And what better to cheer me up than knock Aaron down? So... Buy it, sell it. He has no idea what's coming. This is going to be good. Aaron, these are questions for you specifically. So buy it, sell it at this price. We'll start with a little Jonathan Taylor Prism Silver PSA 10 rookie. Uh, don't you know that has dropped? Um, it's slide 26. The 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 click thing is hiding uh hiding it a little bit. Um that is dropped 77% in the last year. Uh, down to $131 current price when it used to be $575. One little side note is that they are mulling, the Colts are mulling a Lamar Jackson offer I saw today. So with that news in mind, you buying or selling this absolutely astonishing Jonathan Taylor drop in price? Um, You know, I'm not one to necessarily buy Prism Silver PSA 10s. I understand this was the easiest way to pick the drop. Um, yeah. <laughs> I And this card specifically is under 100 pop, which is actually pretty decent. I know those are tough to grade, a lot of centering issues. I'm buying, though. I'm buying. I'm not, to make it clear, I'm not physically spending money on Jonathan Taylor because I actually already have like some really sick ones in my case over here. Um, and I don't need to spend more money on Jonathan Taylor. But if I were to do something, I would buy. Uh, the guy is one of the best running backs I've ever watched with my own eyes, either on TV or live in person, watch him live in person a lot. And he had a down year with the injuries and terrible quarterback play. I expect a massive bounce back year for Jonathan Taylor this year. I really do. I really do. And if they get Lamar Jackson in the building, more people to watch out for, more people to cover. And uh, yeah, JT is going crazy. So you're going to leave the league in rushing again. To be fair, I also expect a bounce back. All right, uh, second slide. Buying or selling? Ooh, a couple more Wisconsin running backs here. Uh, Monty Ball, 2013 National Treasures rookie patch auto dual patch auto to 25 there. Um, don't so forget the second there. patch. What? So don't forget the second patch. You like really right. size the dual. Whole $5 on February 26th. And then 
We have a Crown Royal Melvin Gordon Purple Auto number to five rookie that sold for $12. You can get both these cards for the easy, easy price of 17 bucks. You buying or selling these former superstar running backs for the Badgers? Well, I got to say, I've owned cards of all the Wisconsin running backs throughout the days. I, I went bigger on Jonathan Taylor than any of them because I was more confident in him than any. I did have a lot of Melvin Gordon back in his rookie year. Made some decent money when he had a really good second year. Um, but Monte Ball, you know, I know that he had his difficult times in his life. I think he's really recovered pretty well, and I think he's actually on the radio now. And I like dudes that are kind of – they're on, you know, out there and doing media stuff and Ben Brust – like player where they're talking, you know, he's on ESPN Wisconsin radio in Milwaukee. Uh, I'd buy the Monte ball. Cause I love NT. That's a very nostalgic set for myself. I collected football cards right during that day. Um, the Melvin Gordon, that card stinks. What is up with that weird pointed crown of the top? I'm selling well, that that's card. Crown Royal. I'm selling that card for $12 and go and give myself like a Chipotle burrito or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, taking the Nate approach on that one. Yeah. You got, you got to sell your joint stock, buy some Taco Bell. Lift regret it later when it goes from $2 up to over $100. Like what Tom said, he said, aren't those cards called RPPA? <laughs> the dual patch. I like it. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, Frank the Tank Kaminsky, a National Treasures rookie patch auto to 99, BGS 95 for 65 bucks, February 26th. And also Sam Decker in the Wisconsin Jersey Immaculate. On card auto number to 99, one of 99, little eBay 101 there for you, uh, for $14. All in on this duel here for under 80 bucks. This absolutely stunning NBA talented duo. My, my least favorite thing is when you emphasize the eBay one of one as many times as possible because I know you don't care at all about it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so here's the deal, Nate, is that when I went to the Milwaukee show, the one outside the Pfizer that you couldn't attend because you're a bum. Um, <laughs> I, I brought with myself, I went, I went through my cards and I brought with myself some of my Badger basketball autos. Cause I said, you know what? I might as well bring some Milwaukee Brewers cards. Like I want I put high prices. I'm right. Not really expecting to sell any of them. I sold a Sam Decker on card auto. I sold a Bronson Kading sticker auto. I got like 30 bucks from him for probably like 10 years. And here we go. I'm now like $30 richer, but, uh, um, and then I also, hey, you know my Decker and Kaminsky dual auto, both on card for Immaculate. It's a PSA 7. Mm -hmm. I bought that forever ago. It might be one of my oldest cards that's not like my Kobe rookie. Uh, I put 500 bucks on that, I think, and put it in the case. I like <laughs> it. Like money you wouldn't say no to, but I really don't want to sell it. And someone actually asked me, like, hey, what's a realistic price? And I said, I don't have one. Um, but to get back to your buy it or sell it here, I'm selling the Kaminsky because – Really? I don't – I don't see how, yeah, because it doesn't really fit the PC with the with the Hornet stuff. Um, yeah, well, man, that's an NTRPA BGS nine point five though. Yeah, I am shocked by that. I thought for sure. I take it back. I take it back. I take it back. I'm, I thought for sure you're buying both these. How can I pass on that? Sixty five dollars. That's a, that would be my best friend Kaminsky card by far. I, I actually only probably have a Prism Silver now. Um, and then Sam Decker. Uh, I'll buy that. That's a nice immaculate card auto right there. I'll buy that. Yeah. 15 bucks that's easy he's a, he's a great guy too i actually um, met him once I, I took a picture with him out of curiosity i haven't been paying attention how are they doing in the nba uh kaminsky's still in the nba actually can't get me there but uh yeah De decker decker uh you know fell on his face with the rockets and then didn't return <laughs> all right moving on russell the muscle wilson um or is that russell the muscle brandon can't remember uh but we got a 2012 Topps Chrome Camo Rookie Auto number to 105 here, BGS 9.5. This card is down 67% in the last year from 2220 bucks to $740. Um, of course, he was a non-NFL prospect until playing at the Badgers, so he, I consider him. I, I don't actually know that. I'm just really ragging on the Badgers here. Uh, but a Badger went to the Rose Ball, lost it. Lost we, it, lost right? three, we lost three straight Rose Bowls. Ooh, that's a tough scene. Um, but uh, terrible year last year, really channeling his inner Badger in the last year with the Broncos, Monte Ball style. Um, would you buy or sell this card hoping for a bounce back? And this is actually a serious question. I, I know I'm kidding. I've been teasing on the uh, 
with the middle things. But the, the Jonathan Taylor was a serious one, and this one is also a serious one. I got to say, before answering this question, um, I got to say, if you look at the total amount of money spent on Kansas Jayhawk players, people for sure lost more money on Kansas Jayhawk players than any Badger player ever. For sure. I can make a laundry list. What, about, what about what about the wins? What about the Joel Embiid's and the Paul Pierce's? And Will okay. Chamberlain. Okay, I'll give you Joel Embiid. Okay, well, dude, don't even bring up a guy who you were dead. You weren't even born yet when probably when he died. I don't even know when he died, actually. But <laughs> either way, um, Russell Wilson, back to the original question here. Uh, I'm buying, Nate. I'm buying because clearly last year or something. So are you. What? We were both alive when he died. Oh, okay. I'll take it back. Um, I would buy Russell Wilson. I'm expecting a bounce back here as well. I think that while he maybe isn't as good as like $2,500 good shows on here, he's definitely better than what this has dropped to. And bringing in Sean Payton, I think, will do big, big, big help for Russell Wilson and that offense. Um, they clearly value Sean Payton. And I'm glad that they went for it because I feel like once you give up that much uh, ammo for Russell Wilson, there's really no going back. Like you can't go no. back. From that. You just got to rip off the bandaid and try to make it work with Sean Payton. Um, so I'm excited to see what happens. I think that you could do a lot worse than a Super Bowl winning quarterback who has had statistical success in the, in the past, not in the class of Drew Brees, Aaron Rodgers, clearly those type of guys. But I think he's back, you know, a little behind that, a lot behind those guys, but um, still up there as one of the better quarterbacks in the last decade for sure. Yeah, I'll be very curious to see what Sean Payton can do with him. Um, obviously, Broncos have a good team. The Raiders aren't going to be any good, but you still have to contend with the Chiefs mainly and then the Chargers. Um, that's a big concern for me, but considering where it was a year ago and then where it was even before that, it seems like you're betting on Sean Payton at this point, essentially, and yeah. I'd be willing to take that bet. Same. And I think that what you brought up is a good point. Like, yes, top division to contest in or contend in, but uh, the price has got to be able to go up if even there's a little bit more success there. Like, it's it went down to rock bottom after there was, like, literally the worst year you could have had and the Broncos. All right, next up, mm. TJ Watt. Now, this one isn't that bad. Silver, there's not that many options on, um, on Carlighter for TJ Watt, but it's Silver Prism rookie PSA 10. Uh, has decreased twenty percent in the last year. Do you do you expect a fully healthy season from TJ Watt? And you buy in, or is this like, man, JJ hasn't been healthy for that, or had a full season of health, and retired, but now obviously, um, you know, is TJ going to have a full season of health ever? Yada yada yada. So I, I think TJ's injury last year came a lot younger than when JJ's got his first few and then he missed the next you know couple of years he kept on picking up injuries um tj also had a similar injury though like torn pack last year yeah. uh, i, I remember at one point that jj watts muscles were too big for his bones and they would pull away i remember you told me that too was that true i don't know but that's <laughs> rumor uh the thing about tj watt is that i'm a little bummed now because this reminds me remember how he bought the flawless dual patch auto and the uh, contenders rookie auto right after he got hurt mm-hmm on PWCC, I sold those actually uh, at the Milwaukee Card Show because <laughs> someone oh, really? was a Badger fan that really wanted them. Yeah, so like good, decent sales, but uh, they're cool cards. Uh, I, I'd, I'd buy. Um, once again, not this specific card. I'd probably find the best contenders auto I could for this price. Uh, but but I'd buy because I think that he is going to go down as uh, one of the most dominant pass rushers of this uh, decade of football, for sure. I agree. I don't know. And if I I'm salty. Every single time I see TJ Watt, I am so salty about the Kevin King trade. I will never be up not like that's probably my biggest gripe of all time of a move we made. I cannot believe we passed on TJ Watt, who was a Badger. I, I mean, you know, hindsight is twenty twenty, and obviously Kevin King stunk, and also Kevin King single handedly lost us the NFC Championship game against the Buccaneers. We have literally any other cornerback out there outside of Kevin King. I think we win that game. I think so too. <laughs> now, rewind a little bit. We needed a pass rush. TJ Watt is right there. He was amazing in college. JJ Watt, his brother, amazing in college. You have the 27th pick. You could make that, you can make that pick, take TJ Watt. Then you fast forward. You don't have to sign both Preston Smith or Zadarius Smith. 
you can sign one or the other, at which point that leaves you, you know, 10 plus million dollars to fill the Kevin King hole as opposed to signing two pass rushers. So you have a better pass rusher than a Zadarius Smith or a Preston Smith. And then you have their money to be able to sign a cornerback that's way better than Kevin King because yep. quite literally any quarterback or cornerback would have been better than Kevin King. And so, like, that one move right there cost us an appearance in the Super Bowl. It for sure cost us an appearance in probably a Super Bowl, too. Um, and also, Bakhtiari's injury didn't help, too. We got slammed by the Buccaneers rush that day. Yeah. However, Nate, do you remember what the trade was? Because I'm pretty sure I remember the trade it, well. It was, it was Kevin King and the first – or the – the first pick in the second round and the first pick in the fourth round for our 26th yeah. and 27th overall pick. And yeah. it ended up being Kevin King, who we took, and yeah. then Vince Beagle, yes. who lasted not even a season in Green Bay, and he was a Badger. Yeah, exactly. So I'm glad you remember that because I feel like that, that was their, like, or Vic Beagle. oh, what? Vic Beagle? Vince Beagle. Vic. No, it's Vince Beagle. Vic Beasley is a linebacker for the Falcons, I think, but Vince Beagle was the Badger guy. And I felt like at the time, I'm like, is that supposed to be like a consolation prize for like Packer fans? Like, oh, at least we got one badger, you know, like did not help because TJ Watts, generational Vince Beagle, nowhere to be found. I'm a lot of fun watching him in college. What do we got next? Ooh, TJ Watt. You can be no. really quick on this one. Would you, you it's sweet boom. It's down to Watt. Or JJ Watt. Uh, it's a sweet kaboom. Great picture. Down 14% in the last year. Would you buy this card or no? No. At this price. No, he just retired. I don't think this card's going to have much uh, like for PC, maybe because it's maybe his first kaboom. Um, but like, no, I, I like I would rather. And a lot of this maybe comes down to me being like, I'd rather have a different car that fits my PC uh, for like a JJ Watt type of guy. I I don't know how his value will increase from here. One of the best defenders of all time, at least at his peak, for sure. Yeah. Um, he had a four year stretch that he was is on par with any other defender in the history of the NFL. Yeah, exactly. Him, Donald, Reggie White, uh, what's the Smith guy, Bruce Smith. Bruce. Bruce. Yep. Yeah. All I, right. I one, one last one before this mercifully ends. Johnny oh, Davis. Oh, um, so. He's got a kaboom? Draft. What? I didn't know he had a kaboom. Draft picks kaboom. I don't care. That's what uh, I want. So, so 10th pick in the draft. I almost didn't re- include it because he's from lacrosse and, you know, it's his first year. But 10th pick, he's played 17 games. He's averaging two points, one rebound, 0.2 assists per game. Um, he did have an 11-point game just like three games ago. So, you know, there's that going for him. And he had back-to-back four-point games, which is above his season average. Um, but uh, considering those numbers, considering how terrible of a team he's on, um, are we buying Johnny Davis for $170 for a draft picks kaboom? Considering there's nothing else out right now, don't just don't take into consideration. Don't take into consideration that there's other cards going to come out. Yeah. Um, imagine that this is the only card that's going to be out for a very long time. You buying this for 170 or okay. selling it at 170 You told me that this draft picks kaboom was going to be $170 given what I know about how his career has run so far. I'd say you're insane. I buy this card for like 50 bucks max right now. Um, so you're selling it. That- now, here's the deal, though. My man got 13 minutes on Saturday night. He's back, baby. <laughs> um, Something like that. A lot of Wizards fans are, I've seen it on Twitter, call him the Taco Bell boy, I think, because he was in the Taco Bell commercial uh, right before the draft. You know, it's like he's like at the draft and Taco Bell rings, and he's got to go get the Taco Bell. <laughs> um, not great way to be known by your fan base. No. Uh, also, shooting 12.5% from three is uh... – so here's the thing about Johnny Davis. He's very young. He's just turned 21. He was one of the best defenders I've ever watched in person in my life, dude. Like his the athleticism he has to be able to defend the basketball is ridiculously good, but it doesn't really matter unless you can at least score the ball a little bit in the NBA, unless you're like Andre Roberson who also never doesn't play anymore because he can't score. Um, he's got he's got to definitely work on a lot. I I did think coming out of college. As a sophomore, uh, his shot selection was questionable, but I thought a lot of that was because the Badgers were just so bad outside of him. Like, dude, our team was not good, whereas, like, he just had felt like he had to shoot. Yeah, dude. He yeah. had to play hero ball a lot. He, he did, and he was much more efficient the first half of the year when our players were making more threes. But then we had, you know, his backup options, Chucky Hepburn, a freshman guard. Like, we did much better last year than we should have, no doubt. 
He won the Big Ten, ended up as a three seed, didn't make it to 316. It's disappointing. I was not there for that game. I watched the first round game. Um, is that crazy? Dude, we played at the Pfizer for the March Madness. That's crazy. I was there. That's crazy. Yeah, that's so that's so lucky. Um, but uh e- either way, uh I, I like to buy Johnny Davis because I actually my plan was to buy a lot of Johnny Davis, but his NBA cards haven't been releasing yet, obviously. Um, and to me, like I could buy some Wisconsin cards, but I know I won't sell them and I'd rather buy him super dirt cheap, maybe like some nice cards of him when he's like not doing anything. Okay, I have a nice little Johnny Davis PC. I watched him in college at Wisconsin. Or, okay, Johnny Davis became a really good guard in the NBA because he's playing behind Bradley Beal and he actually learned some things about shooting. And now I have some cards I can sell. You know, it's like it's like a best of both worlds, maybe. Or you I just lose a bunch of money if I just hold on to him like Orlando Garcia. <laughs> hey, no, that's starting shortstop are the Atlanta Braves, Orlando Garcia to you, sir. Is he actually starting for him this year? Yeah, no Bond way. Grissom. Von Grissom, was, it was just announced him and Brendan Shoemake were uh, sent down to triple a so orlando arcia is in line to be the starting shortstop um they i had i saw some things where they think it's because von grissom didn't sign the braves extension that every other brave is signing so they sent him out don't know if that's true but so you're telling me that orlando arcia might be like my uh, cat with nine lives situation here i'm telling you orlando arcia yet again finds himself in a position to be a starting shortstop for a major league franchise. How is that possible? <laughs> it's crazy. All right, I'll take it. I'll take it. Uh, Nate, that's fun. I appreciate the uh, the thought behind that segment, mostly because you're you're down so bad you had to kick me too. But uh, yeah. <laughs> it was fun. <laughs> it was fun nonetheless, and uh, I'm glad that glad that you picked to do it. All right, everyone, that's all we have uh, for tonight's episode. I appreciate everyone that joined uh, the stream tonight, watched, engaged. Uh, it was good to see you all, Jordan, Michael, Joe, Why Not, Tom, Gabriel, a lot of the other ones, Hector as well. And uh, don't forget about the whatnot schedule this week, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Wednesday and Thursday, 6 p.m. Eastern time for some Formula One breaks. Friday is 4.15 p.m. Eastern time for massive soccer singles night. And then Nate is on Saturday at 12 p.m. Eastern time for a Formula One. Chrome, how you pick your team with some personals for Sapphire as well. Appreciate y'all for coming, and we'll talk to y'all in the next live stream. See you, everyone.